I promised you that there'd be a podcast next week. I know nobody wants it. I know he, Johnny Lazarus, our guest today, partially wants to be here, partially doesn't. Depends like how well this goes. That'll say uh, how you feel about your third appearance here. Is that a question or? <laughs> I, I don't know, man. Like you're the only one that ever calls out like my long winded <laughs> like thoughts. But yeah, I don't know. It's like, we'll see how it goes, and that'll determine how you feel to be here. Hey, I like your banter. I think I could fuck with you a little bit. Can I curse on here? I didn't mean if... Uh, I didn't mean uh, dude, that. I was going to make a joke about that. You made what? it so much less time than every other show I listen to that you're on. Oh, really? It's yeah, I, I like say that every time. Yeah. Damn it. Um, But yeah, no, I, I always appreciate someone that could banter, and uh, I'll give it back to you a little bit. You know, I think that's what it's all about here. All right, so since the last time you were here, it was like September, October. Um, Has it been that long? Yeah, it's it's been a wow. minute. Wow. So let's see. You've done everything you can with this game. You've called games. You've talked about games while games were going on. You've gone to the draft. You've written about the game. You've written about the draft. <laughs> um, did I miss anything? I know I didn't get um... into specifics, which I'm sure... At some point we will, but yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a crazy year. Uh, you know, I've gotten to do a lot and I'm obviously grateful for every opportunity and hopefully there's more to do. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm just really excited to keep this thing going and see what, uh, what more I could do next year, but I'm going to get ahead of something that you're probably going to talk about, Spend a lot of time with the devil's players. They're awesome dudes. And I am, uh, you know, it's become quite evident that I'm a closeted devil's fan. So I'm sure we're going to get into that a little bit. And, uh, I just wanted to get ahead of it. Speaking of getting ahead of things, that, that brings me to my first question. Uh-huh. Um, why do you keep getting got by fake Twitter accounts? Man, I don't know. Like, I, I'm sure everyone's kind of the same. Like, don't you just see things on Twitter and react without really thinking? Like, that's just kind of how I am. Um, like, like the Bedard one yesterday, that was so obvious it wasn't him. I mean, I like I didn't even really think about it. Also, I was at a happy hour, so you know, like I wasn't really like kind of looking. I just had my phone out. I saw it. I reacted. Like that's that's really like what goes into my tweets. It's not like, oh, how could I how could I get people to respond to this? I really just see things and I react and then I just pay with the consequences if, if it's stupid and if it's wrong. So um that's how I approach Twitter. So I'm sure most people are are the same way, but the people that like to dunk on me, that's fine because I don't really think through it. <laughs> uh, like that one it made sense it clicked immediately because he doesn't eat fast food or whatever. Well, we talked to him about deep dish pizza at the draft. So I was like, oh, like, what, you know, what did, maybe what did he, he say? He said, like, he hasn't really tried it yet or or whatnot, but he's heard good things. So I thought maybe he tried it. And I, you know, I just kind of, I didn't really click on the profile and dig through the tweets. I just saw it and saw the blue check. And I was like, oh, like, what, you know, what idiot would pay for Twitter that, like, is just <laughs> doing it to, like, impersonate Connor Bedard? But I guess people do that. Yeah, no, it worked. Everyone was like, oh, of course, Carnivore likes deep dish pizza. I wasn't the only one that fell for it, by the way. No, I mean, that's that's fair. But, you know, given your track history the past couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm waiting that. for one to fool me today. No, it's a new day, though. Yeah, I mean, that's a good way to look at it. Oh, speaking of Twitter, this was actually something that I wrote down in my notes that I wanted to say. I don't you don't have to get into it if you don't want to. People keep like chirping you about being big time in this and that, uh. like, you made time for this like Mickey Mouse ass podcast. So like, am I even big time? Let's be real. <laughs> well, I mean, it's like it's either people think you're big time or this is like a, a C level show. I'm leaning towards <laughs> like C level show. So I don't know. Uh, again, what's the question? <laughs> no, it, it was more of a like, I'm just saying that like you can't be big time if like 
you're make doing like a make a wish podcast right now. No, dude, listen, Steven, you're awesome. And and you're one of the guys too. like, um, you know, I feel like we've been talking for like two years, like even before, you know, I had anything and, you know, I'll always make time for the people that, um, you know, I, I guess what I'm all about is if you fuck with my stuff, like I fuck with you and, and that's really all I'm about. Like you can hate what I do and, and that's fine. But, uh, you know, anyone who comes up to me and says they like my content or like what I do, like my interviews, like I, I am then like a fan of you, you know, um, that's what I'm all about. Like if you're in my corner, uh, I would love to interact with everyone that follows me and, and, and stuff like that. Like, I think that's so important. And, um, you know, I, I try to go on every show that, you know, someone I've talked to, um, and I think that's like how I got started, you know, like I was, you know, unemployed, like podcasting out of my parents' bedroom and you know, begging people to come on my show. So I, I get what it's like, you know, and, and uh, if I could do that to anyone else, like, you know, you never know where your show could take you. Like, you know, you really never know. I mean, it took me once to a drunk Tuesday in Newark where I ran into you. Yeah, you were hammered, dude. I was in the last row at the Prudential Center and you came up. Well, you must have climbed up like 20 rows of stairs, sat next to me for like the entire third period. And I was like, damn, I'm not on your level right now. I was you know, <laughs> dead sober. I got Steven chew my fucking ear off about what the devils are going to do this year. Dude, no, I like that. I, I have the picture in my phone and I was like, yes, finally, like a good picture with like somebody that people know. I look so fucking bad in that. We were that, hammered. That will never make it out of the camera roll. That was like, have I seen that picture? Do you that. send me that? You sent it to me. I sent it to you. Yeah. So oh, I even remember I had like a really bad phone and it couldn't take pictures. And I remember drunkenly being like, Johnny, we got to take a picture, but like, can't do it on my phone because like, can't take a photo. And you're like, yeah, I got you. I got you. And then uh -huh. like, we took a couple. I just, I look how I felt. Yeah. Yeah. That like was a rough that, one. Uh, but actually, I got to show you something. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you sent me the picture, but I wanted yeah. to keep it uh, private just for, you know, yeah. I didn't know if you wanted it out there, but I mean, like, it's right. It's right there. Every time I record. Look at you. Only sticker on the table on this beat to shit folding table that I have. Hey, I mean, <laughs> it had to be someone. Yeah. Um. So that that brings up an actual question, like a real question I got for you. Um, <laughs> okay. You're saying like past two years, you know, people going on your show, it was hard, this and that. Like, how often do you look back on like the journey up to now and like reflect on it? Um, it's been more often now. Like once once you're not as busy, uh, I think you have the time to really like sit back and be like, holy shit! Like I just got back from Vegas, Florida, Nashville, like. A year ago, I was like looking for apartments in New York. I was living home. Like I was, you know, I didn't have my shit together at all. Um, you know, I'd finally gotten my name out there a little bit because I did the third period live show, but that was the first like real gig I ever got. And, uh, you know, just kind of building off of that was really cool. And, um, you know, this whole season, it has been just like, how, like, what am I doing here? Like, how am I here? Like, um, and, and that's something I take really seriously too, right? Like it's, it, it's sometimes hard to live in the moment. Uh, you know, when you're, when you're just like running all over the place, but, um, you know, and, and this is something that, you know, I got shit on, on Twitter too, that I was like tweeting about going out and, and partying with these people and, and whatnot, but it was so cool and new to me. Like, I, I also know what it's like to want to do that and dream of doing that. And, and I would love if someone like my own age was doing it for the first time going through it and I could like kind of live vicariously through them. Like, that's kind of what I just wanted to provide for people that were listening to me. Like, you know, we have a decent, you know, listenership to our podcast. And um, if, if I could like share those stories with the people that I like. So this is something crazy, too. I forgot. I think it was like Blake Nasty who tweeted it last week, uh, who's a kid. I don't even like I don't even know his name, never met him or anything. But, you know, there's people 
that I interact with on social media every day that I have never met and I don't even know their name. And they're listening to me and I'm listening to them. Like they're tweeting and 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 they're listening to my show and I'm interacting. And um, if I could just share those stories with them and like have this like weird connection that when one day we do meet, we're just like immediate friends. Like there's so many people I've met just through social media that I've become friends with because of our interaction. And uh, you know, I, I love sharing those stories and I like hearing the stories too. Um, you know, I have people DM me saying that they met like a Ranger player and how awesome the player was to them. And, uh, that's cool to hear. You know, I think, um, there should be more of that. So like, listen, I get it. Like, you know, I, I was obviously, oh, oh my God, what do you have like 40 bracelets on? <laughs> I got 10. Yeah. I'm in my, like, shit. yeah, it's bad, man. Yeah. But you know, I, I probably could have played it a little cooler, but you know, I was just having fun and that's really, I just wanted to share it. It's really it. That's like one of those things though. I mean, like I can't speak on your point of view but it's like i feel like well oh yeah because you know i was definitely in vegas for you know the final and all that but it's like i feel like people just like to say things how like they just like to take the anti uh stance because they can't do it but it's like it's stupid it's like like you said it's the first time you get to experience this and you're telling people about it and they're like yeah but you shouldn't tell people about it it's like why somebody will find it interesting yeah. I mean, no, I, I definitely have to learn how to, uh, you know, take it, take it back a step or take it down a notch, obviously. But it was just, you know, it was, it was so cool. And, uh, I, I also wanted those memories to like have, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah. And it worked out too. Cause like you did empty netters, like the morning of like, very oh, shortly. Sick. oh yeah. That was yeah, awesome. No, I could tell you guys were in one. That was like three hours after we got home from the bar that night. That was just like, that was honestly, that was, I think that was the, my favorite podcast I've ever done. Like including my own shows, including other shows I've been on. Like that show was so fun. And I never really watched myself, but I've watched that episode like three or four times. Like just to, to reminisce on, on everything that, you know, those three weeks were. Um, and Dan and Chris are awesome dudes. They are like, you know, the next wave of, of hockey podcasts they're so popular now and um they do a great job so I, I love those guys they're awesome and red too i gotta give a shout out to red uh this is one that might have worked better in the beginning but what's the worst way your first and last name has been pronounced either separate or together i mean johnny i think is pretty easy it's hard to mess that one up yeah but i feel like they a lot of people spell it wrong and you probably uh, get like jonathan a lot there's some like there's no H in my name, but I feel like it's more common to have the H than not. Um, I, Lazarus is like a typical one, I guess. That would be the the one, but like it's not really that. I mean, it's not really that that bad. I get like Stefan all the time. It's, well, you're E, you're En, right? Yeah. Isn't isn't Stephen typically An? Or it's with like a V. And well, then, yeah, obviously, yeah, yeah. And then like Steph Curry, just forget it. Yeah. After after him, nobody can be like spell my name my way yeah. and be Steven. They're like, oh, it's obviously Stefan. Yeah. And Maybe then I get like change the spelling. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that seems like a bit of a hassle. And then, you yeah. know, Dam's already done. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk about Madison Square Garden, but not the actual on ice stuff. Okay. You're at MSG. What is the go to food? This, okay. Before you give an answer, it's like you and Greg Washinsky, I think I said his name right. I don't know. Washinsky, yeah, yeah. Dude, Great his, guy. His tweets at like the outdoor games of like the stadium prices is my favorite shit. 
he could like break all the news he wanted to, but like it pales in comparison to that. And that's kind of how I feel about like when you talk about MSG food. MSG food is I've been to a couple arenas now and it is top tier, man. It is unbelievable. Uh, my favorite is definitely the prime rib, although that is a very filling sandwich, probably about like $27. So pretty up there, but it's huge. It's, it's ginormous and it's, it's really, really good. Uh, that's definitely my number one. And then I usually get like the chicken teriyaki bowl from Kobayaki. I'm not sure. That's probably around like 20 bucks. Um, that's good as well. And I, I really just kind of stick to those two. I haven't really branched out much at MSG. Um, but yeah, I would say those two. If if you're at MSG for the first time, you gotta get the prime rib sandwich. It is like, it is to die for. It's so good. So I haven't, I've never been to MSG. So it's oh, really? like, nah. we gotta get you there this year. That I'm good. It seems like <laughs> it seems like hell to get like in and out of, and then like, I, no, it's not bad if you take the train. It's easy. Yeah, but I'm like so far away from a train and whatnot. Where are you? So like, I'm like. 20 minutes away from Bergen County. It's probably like a 45 minute train to to so, Newark Penn and then you transfer. Or it's like I go to Palisades okay. and then find a way from there. But even Palisades is like definitely somewhat away. of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's like all like around now, right? Like the stadium configuration. It's like mm-hmm. the closer together, I guess. Yeah. I've, it's like I I don't know how to even explain it. Like I watch the Knicks all the time, but it's like so now everybody's like they're like perpendicular to each other. It's like how how is it with the new reconfiguration, new as of like you know ten years ago? Again, mm-hmm. is there a question? <laughs> no, it's like so. How does that like it's like wraps around? Like how is it seating? I don't I don't know. MSG? Yeah, that's it's like a, it's point. a circle. Yeah, it's just it's okay. not. I mean, the Peru is like ginormous. Um, MSG's yeah, it's just like a very circular, basic looking stadium. All right, just the ceiling is very special and the concourse is nice, and but it's just one big circle. <laughs> it's like it's. I wasn't expecting that one. <laughs> yeah, no, I I wasn't either. But it was like I was thinking about the food, and then I was thinking about like walking around. So like, where? The oh no, was- there's like no obstacles or anything. It's just as basic. It's a circle. Okay. Yeah, there's nothing like crazy that sticks out there's a couple different clubs you can get into like on suite level and whatnot but as far as the concourse goes it's pretty simple just like a lap around yeah that's what annoys me about like prudential center is it's like there's so many like dead ends yeah and it doesn't like wrap fully around it is hard to get like around there it is it's huge too especially given like the circumstances that you know in the frame of mind i was in at most of the games i was at last year is Mm -hmm. too many goddamn stairs way too many yeah, um so it's I don't know, been a month of free agency. How are you feeling about the Rangers so far? Uh good, not great. Um, you know, I think if they find a way to add Vlad again, I'll feel much better. But you know, I, I don't think this the you know, the Rangers right now, if you look at their roster, they're probably like you know, competing for a third or a wild card spot in the Metro, I would think like, you know, a realistic uh, expectation, but also, you know, if, if Igor Shosturkin does what he did two years ago, like there's no reason why they can't compete. But at the same time, you know, I think if you look at other rosters right now, they're probably third, fourth best in the Metro, I'd say. 
do you think Igor props up the rest of the team at times? As in what regard? Like so, it's like you said, third or fourth in the metro. But do you yeah. think without Igor, they're significantly worse than that? Oh, of course. But I mean, that's like, you know, I I think most teams with a good goalie, yeah. You know, it's, it, as as Fitz always says, I don't know if you follow Fitz on Twitter, but if things were different, they'd be different. <laughs> you know, like they have Igor, so it's it's not the case. But I guess you know, if Igor gets hurt and Jonathan Quick's the starter, then it's a different conversation. But um, you know, that's not the conversation right now. So. Yeah, I, I think, like I said, there's better rosters, but when you have a good goalie in the mix, like, you know. I feel like you could say, like, I agree with your point, <laughs> but then it's like the Islanders, I don't think more highly of because of Sorokin. You don't. It's yeah, that's, like, that's interesting, though, because I think Sorokin can, like, easily get them to the playoffs again next year. Yeah, but they're, like, they're not a real threat to me. I don't know. That's so how who, I feel. So who's, like, the real threat to you then? Is it just Carolina? Carolina's pretty good. Yeah. I think Pittsburgh's going to be better. Yeah. Like the Rangers, but the, okay. What I said about uh, Sorokin, it's like mm-hmm. the Rangers have a much better roster. So it's like minus the goalies, the Rangers are still way better than the Islanders, I feel like. But I'm not just putting all my stock into Sorokin propping a team up, even yeah. though he's shown the ability to. Yeah, I mean, I I don't disagree. I still think the Rangers are definitely a, a more skilled team than the Islanders, but like the Islanders have gotten the best of the Rangers the last couple of years. Like I think Igor has like one or two wins against them in his career. Um, but obviously, as far as standings go, like the Rangers have been much better. But yeah, I, I mean, you look at the Metro, and you know, I think the teams that really stand out are obviously Carolina has won the division now like five years in a row, I think, or something like that. Something like that. Uh, what's up? Something like that. Yeah, the Devils obviously have gotten much better. Um, the Rangers are about the same. I mean, obviously you lose Kane and Tarasenko, but like in the grand scheme of things, did they really boost the team that much? You know? Um, and then Pittsburgh, I'd say, and even Washington had an off year last year with all their injuries and whatnot, but Washington can get right back into it. And then Columbus is like a sleeper this year. Columbus should be much better, and they haven't been able to stay healthy the last couple of years. Um, but yeah, the Metro, once again, like a really strong Good division to plan. That's my least favorite offseason narrative so far. Is that suddenly Columbus? Columbus? Yeah. Well, I mean, you look at their roster and they have a ton of talent. They weren't very healthy last year. Their goaltending has been, you know, pretty much subpar, but Merz Leakins is fucking solid when he's on the best of his game. So, uh, you know, I think for them, it's also, like you said, it, it, it is a narrative, but. You're telling me like Gaudreau, Line, and Fantilli, if they're a line next year, won't be scary. Like, come on. It'll be like that uh that Chris Paul hits a three to cut it down the 42 <laughs> meme. Yeah. Like they they do absolutely nothing to me. And this isn't my anti Johnny Gaudreau propaganda again. Like mm-hmm. they're really not that good. Like Damon's okay. Someone said when they added Severson that they had like a top six, top four D pairing in the league. Like, no. That's not true. No. Exactly. But, but like uh, Wierenski's really good. You know, he's been hurt. He's had injury issues. Um, Kent Johnson's pretty nasty. You know, they're just, they don't have they don't have much depth, but you know, adding Provorov back there too. Provorov, Wierenski, and Severson is like a solid top three D. It's not like you know, top in the league, but it's it's solid. Did you see that uh Ken Johnson just Michigan in a roller hockey game? Yeah, he's gross, dude. That kid's sick. He's so good. 
But like also, if you look at their power play, I know their power play wasn't very successful last year, but it's probably what? Uh, imagining uh, Fantilli makes the team, which he probably will. Wierenski's going to quarterback. You're going to have Gaudreau, Line, Fantilli, and either like Boone Jenner or like Marchenko, who's nasty. Ken Johnson even. like th- Their power play should be pretty good. Or could be at least. All right, so I got to cipher through these questions that yeah. just some of them are just so bad. Like someone um, was like, why does he have such terrible taste in hockey teams? It's like, that's a family yeah. upbringing thing. And Come that's on, um, Toucan Sam or Tony the Tiger. I don't even know who Toucan Sam is, to be honest. Isn't that the the Fruit Loops guy? Oh, is it? Oh, I think so. Uh, ooh, I did like Fruit Loops better than... Uh, is Tony Tiger Frosted Flakes? Yeah. Yeah, I like I like Fruit Loops better, so I would say Fruit Loops. That's and a good question. I, I like that one. That's a good one. And then a lot of these are just like questions, but then like insults. Hey, just, just hit me with them. I don't care. How confident <laughs> are you that the Rangers can make a deep run after this year's embarrassment? Like, see, you don't need the second half of that one. No, but I'm not that confident. Like, I, I think that's totally fair. And, right. and honestly, that's exactly what I expected from these questions. <laughs> um then a lot of them are what's the five-year plan for this team like are they contending for a cup uh so i think this year you know i talked about it on the blue crew it's like a, a trial run this year um you know you bring in a new staff you obviously sign like 10 different free agents you don't really know the roster configuration um obviously lafreniere and kako and probably miller are going to be in bridge deals um you kind of just got to see what you have this year and then maybe next year, I think, could be like a, a year where you go for it again. This year, I'm not expecting them to take like big leaps or big jumps or or even like, you know, try to attack the trade deadline or something. Uh, next year is a huge trade agency class, too. So we'll see what they can do with as far as roster configuration goes next year. Um, but I, I would think they have to, you know, if they don't get a cup in the next five years, it's just another wasted opportunity, which is like typical in Rangers fashion, right? Like, you know, obviously Lundqvist had his era, but... If you look at this roster right now, you know, having a Panarin, a Fox, like guys that are, you know, year after year kind of recognized by the league as far as like skill goes um, and to waste that window and, and then, you know, throwing the, the Vezina winning goalie too. Like it's, I'm sure there's a trip coming after this, but because uh, I just see the look on your face. So I'm just going to stop. The but whole yeah. time I was thinking about the other day when Cody said ZBJ, that was oh. the funniest shit I ever saw in my life. Oh, nobody says that. I hate when he does that. But okay, to be fair, I said he's never said it before, but he like pulled up old group chat texts and he, I guess he texts it, but I've never heard him say it out loud. That that's just (laughs) the most ridiculous thing. It's not that hard a name to say. Like you don't need to abbreviate it. Just say Mika, even. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So true. Um, thoughts on Lafreniere? Love the kid. Uh, you know, obviously, I think this is the biggest year of his career thus far and it's easy to say he's only like you know three or four years in um but you know it's a prove it year last year he didn't have to really prove anything because you know his ice time was limited and it was always going to be that way this year i think if the opportunity is given to him he's got to make the most of it and if he doesn't then could be time to move on so i think lafreniere has to show what he's worth this year and if he doesn't then it's probably time to turn the page uh what's it feel like to come up short every year Honestly, like, I kind of get used to it. And it's it's not like, I, I've said this before, like, I don't know what I would do with myself if they actually win it. So, like, you know, I think that's just like the peak of my existence. So I feel like it's like when you're, say, like you're driving two hours to go on vacation, right? 
like the drive there is full of anticipation and excitement because you don't know what you're going to yeah. get into. And then you actually like live out the vacation and you have a great time. And then like when you come back is like the next season after your team wins a championship. It's like what we did, what we set out to. And now what? Like we just wait till next year. Yeah. I mean, hey, listen, Devils fans are getting close. Like what year are you born? 99. Yeah. So do you remember the 2003 cup? Probably not. I don't remember yesterday, Johnny. So. Yeah, so, exactly. So uh, Devils fans, you know, you guys talk a lot of shit, respectfully so. You can. You've owned the Rangers pretty much, you know, in my existence. Uh, but I don't see any cups in the last 20 years either. So, you know, I was seven years old when the Devils won the 03 Cup. So uh, my memory's a little faded, too, from that. So I think, uh, you know, listen, a lot of Islanders fans, Rangers fans, Devils fans, we all talk shit. None of us have won anything in, in this generation. So. You ever get we're, tripped by Sabres fans? We're all fans? desperate. What's up? You ever get tripped by Sabres fans? It's like no, I'm, I'm, team, I'm team Buffalo. Okay. I'm a Buffalo so, supporter. That That's how I feel. Like once yeah. they realized that I was an ally, they're like, okay, this yeah. guy's cool. Yeah, I'm a Buffalo ally as well. Um, I'm, also a, a, I'm also a devil's ally. <laughs> yeah, I, low key. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. not really that low key. Like we all know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> How does it feel that your quote unquote super team got bitch slapped by a bunch of 20 year olds? Like, see, <laughs> unnecessary. It's just like, no, but that's good. I like that. That's good. Round. That's good stuff. Uh, man, what a, what a crazy 180 that was, though, huh? Like, coming home up to nothing, devils don't look like they got anything in the tank, and the whole series just flips. I mean, that was like, I, I think after game. Like, I don't want to say I was shocked after game seven because, like, after game five, I was like, this is not good. You know, like, this is done. Um, but I, th yeah, the turn that took was crazy. And I think the narrative, too, you know, everyone's like, what happened to the Rangers? What happened to the Rangers? But Dan Rosen was the first one to say it. Game one and game two, what the hell happened to the Devils? Like, yeah. the, you know, games three through seven was the Devils we saw all year long. Like that's what we expected. So what the hell happened there? Um, but yeah, didn't feel good. All right. This is the last one. This isn't this isn't a shot. This isn't a chirp. This is something I've legitimately wondered from a lot of people. This is from you. you. Yeah. Okay. You make four point five five million. You don't care about the situation. What three teams are on top of your list for the same amount of money? Playing time isn't an issue. The the direction of the franchise you don't care about if you make the same amount of money what three teams do you want to go to most try obviously exclude the rangers like that's no i mean that's i don't think that should be included that's like basic and boring. all right i mean um top three i don't want to give like basic answers uh honestly like i do think toronto would be sick I would love to play in Toronto just to be on, you know, the world's hockey stage and to, um, you know, have that opportunity. I, like, I think just being able to embrace that. And if you win a cup there, you're a legend forever. Uh, you know, I think Toronto would definitely be there. Um, man, like it's not an easy, not an easy question. Uh, and every team's like just as good, right? Like we're all in like, yeah. evil playing fields. Okay. Yeah. Um, Man, let me like look. <laughs> I need to like look at the rosters and like the teams in front of me. Uh, you know, I I would say Nashville too because that place is just unbelievable. Um, Nashville will probably be probably second on my list. 
Um, great city, great fan base. What a place to live. And I think my third. Hmm. It's a few good ones. There's like yeah. Vegas. I feel like Arizona is. I wouldn't want to be in Vegas though. I wouldn't want to be in Vegas. Um. Like me. <laughs> Maybe maybe Boston. Yeah. I mean I think original six, like unbelievable championship city. Like you can go to Celtics games and like live in Boston, go to Red Sox, like just being in the Boston area. I think that would be third for me. And I, I I'm big like on the area. That's why I like Nashville would be cool. Um you know, I was gonna say Florida, but like I don't know if I would really want to play in Florida. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like but Dallas yeah, no. would be a sneaky one for a lot Dallas of people. Dallas is definitely a sneaky one. Dallas is an awesome place. Actually, like if there was a team, if there was an NHL team in the city of Austin, like that would be the best place to play. Yeah. Austin, Texas is my favorite city. Um, but yeah, those would be my three. Off, off, off the top of my head right now, I'd say. All right. I know there's like six bazillion things that you do at any given time. Um, I only left you like a minute and a half, but do you want to talk about a few of those things, what's going on in your world? Well, yeah, I'm trying to come up with a plan for next season right now. But, uh, you know, this year I was writing for the Hockey News, covering the Rangers, doing content for Bleacher Report with my, like, on-ice skating interviews, which have been so much fun. Um, doing the podcast, The Blue Crew, and then, you know, doing some NHL hosting gigs here and there. Uh, those aren't, you know, permanent. Those are just, like, one-off gigs. And then uh, I'll be doing some color commentary for college hockey this year. So uh, that's that's what I got on deck right now. And hopefully there's more to come. And I'm trying to, like, figure out my schedule and calendar and everything for next season. So, uh, yeah, it should be pretty awesome. I'm, I'm really excited to see what I can do. Yeah, I mean, How'd I do? Was that no, good? I, I, I didn't have a lot of time. No, I mean, you fit it in pretty well. I feel like you got, you know, gave the people exactly what they needed to know. What do you think about Arizona State joining the, was it, NCHC? NCHC. Really good conference. Um, I think, like, those, like, top three, four teams are really strong, and Arizona State's going to make that an even stronger conference. I made it makes sense for them like location wise as well. Uh, Arizona State. I played. I played there. Well, I got scratched the first time I went, but I played against them my senior year. I got scratched sophomore year, but that place is awesome. And we didn't play in the new rink obviously because it wasn't built. But uh, that campus is so sick, and just having hockey in the desert. Like I want the Coyotes to work out so bad because I think it's so important. Like if that team's good, like the fans show up. So, um, you know, I, I think Arizona State's incredible, and it's a great conference for them to join in. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing else. I mean, everyone knows my unwavering support of the Yotes. Um, people should know by now. I know I've definitely told you a time or two that I'm an enormous fan. I think you're going to do a lot in this game. Um, yeah, Johnny Goudreau still a horror. <laughs> At the Puck Wave on Instagram. And that new app, Threads, it's really fucking confusing. But, you know, got 500 followers there. Um, so, yeah, thanks, man. Happy to talk Thank again. You. Thank you, Steven. 